Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. KYW Original Podcasts. Merrill Reese, we're getting closer to the Eagles' Week 5 matchup. Eagles-Pittsburgh Steelers at Heinz Field on the other side of the state. Eagles' first official injury report of the week came out yesterday. And, of course, as always, it is rather crowded. What are your thoughts on it? Well, once again, uh, there were a bunch of guys who didn't take part in practice or didn't take a full part in practice, but that was only Wednesday. And usually that Wednesday list is quite large, but certain guys are starting to come back. Uh, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside was a participant, a full participant in practice for the first time in a couple of weeks. So I think it's, it's likely that he'll come back. Another guy to keep an eye on who could be back this week is draft choice Quez Watkins, mm. a very quick receiver who we saw and, and looked at and were impressed by during the preseason. And uh, he's liable to get his first look. So we'll see as the week goes on. There are a lot of names on there. I mean, Fletcher Cox is on there. Rodney McLeod is on there. We'll see. I'm sure Fletcher Cox is going to be ready to go. Fletcher Cox, uh, he, he was limited because of rest, so you're correct. I, I'm pretty sure Fletch will be fine. Rodney McLeod was a new one, so that's a little bit alarming because considering the Eagle safety situation because they had uh, Jalen Mills move from safety to corner last week with their cornerback shortage. Marcus Epps was a limited participant yesterday with a rib thing. He got the start at safety last week. He saw some time at safety, so to have some of their safeties on there is definitely eye-opening. Um, a, a guy well, who well, the key one, the key yeah. one to keep an eye on this week then is Rodney McLeod, of course, because he is the leader back there. He's the guy with the most experience. He's the guy you depend upon to to make the big plays. So Rodney McLeod is one to really concentrate on and to see that uh, he's healthy. That's very important when you go against uh, Roethlisberger and the Steelers. Most certainly. And of course, a guy who was brought up a lot yesterday in both Doug Peterson and Peterson and Carson Wentz's Zoom conferences was Deshaun Jackson, because like last season, Deshaun has not been available much. And you and you said on, on your broadcast, one of your broadcasts this year, Merrill, that um, the best ability is durability. And Deshaun has not been durable since he rejoined the Eagles prior to last season. Uh, he was limited yesterday. Alshon Jeffrey was limited yesterday. Doug Peterson, it, it's not clear if either of them will be available 
for the Steelers game. He said that they're going to practice, and, and he said that they're getting closer. But what do you make, Merrill, of the entire Deshaun Jackson situation and that he simply had that one game against Washington last year and really hasn't done anything since because he hasn't been on the field? And that's a tough thing because he is a guy that was brought here because of his explosiveness, and he really has not been available. Uh, he plays a game here, a game there, a quarter here, a few plays there, and he doesn't stay in. The Originally, people thought he was on the so-called pitch count, and Doug wants to keep him healthy and not overuse him. But the truth of the matter is he really hasn't been physically well enough to go out there and play. And uh, the, Doug keeps saying he's getting closer, but uh, when, when he's actually out there, then I'll, I'll feel that he's ready to go. But each week he's in a limited capacity or doesn't practice at all. Uh, same with Alshon Jeffrey, who had the Liz Frank injury. He is coming back. He's closer, he's closer, he's closer. But I'd be very surprised if he's out there this week. You know, talking about the wide receivers situation, you mentioned Quez Watkins. We've talked about Deshaun and Alshon. You mentioned J.J. Ortega-Whiteside and his full participation yesterday. When you look at their situation, uh, the passing game has not been good this year. But last week, I, I felt maybe encouraging is too strong a word, but I was slightly encouraged by last week because of the deep pass to Travis Fulgham, because of the fourth down conversion to John Hightower. So, Merrill, if guys start coming back, what do, you, what do you do with that depth chart? Because Carson may be building chemistry with guys like Fulgham and Hightower, and then you start to welcome guys back, and when you welcome guys back, that means that other guys get less time. What do you make of the entire situation? I, I don't think I worry about uh, guys coming back. I worry about when they're coming back. I, don't think, I think that's a situation that will take care of itself. Uh, Fulgham showed something last week. Hightower showed something last week. So thank guys, uh, goodness they have guys like that. The other guy who I, I've been just absolutely raving about now for several years is Greg Ward. He's always out there. He's always a full participant in practice. He's always open, and he never seems to drop a ball. So thank goodness they have somebody like Greg Ward. He is really, he is truly their most dependable receiver. Reliability is certainly something that describes him. Uh, how important do you think it's been that Carson Wentz has been scrambling more? He was asked about that a lot yesterday. I think it's great. Uh, I, I think uh, the fact that he's not just running recklessly, but he's, he's running out of the pocket. And as Doug pointed out yesterday, he's, he's not taking on linebackers. He knows when to go down. Some plays are designed to run, and that keeps the defense on their heels. But the other times... He, he shows that he still has the athleticism to get out of the pocket, get away from the, uh, the pass rushers. So I think it's great that that is back in his game, and he's showing more and more confidence. Uh, I'm going to get back to football shortly, Merrill, but I, I want to ask you about this because it's, it's a serious situation going on around the NFL right now. Lots of questions yesterday across the league to players, coaches, about what's happening with the Tennessee Titans. They had to put another player on the COVID-19 list. Uh, Stephon Gilmore of the New England Patriots tested positive, and there's a video going around of him getting really close to Patrick Mahomes. Um, Doug Peterson was asked about what's going on with the Titans yesterday. How concerned are you about the ability to continue playing when the Titans have an outbreak and we keep hearing about different positive tests? Well, I think the league has to be stronger. I think the league has to be leveling fines. I, I mentioned to you before that 
when games end and we're talking about all this, all the, all of these measures and procedures and to watch the players from both sides walk out onto the field, most of them not wearing masks and hug each other and greet each other. I thought the games would end. They each go to their locker rooms. I mean, so much for sportsmanship. This is not the time to come together. And I think they're taking some grave risks. They definitely have to be very careful with everything they're doing, no matter But, but it won't happen. It won't happen until the league gets more heavy-handed about it. It's one thing to say it. It's another thing to act on it. Well, there, there was the report that, you know, potential penalties if – uh, if positive cases leads to uh, schedule changes, potential penalties could be uh, forfeiting games or losing draft picks, and those are certainly significant, Merrill. Well, potential penalties are only potential penalties. I think there have to be penalties. Well, we will certainly see how this situation develops. Back to football. Uh, Merrill, if this, is, this is a question I'm really curious for your answer. Um, we talked about the different matchups yesterday between the Eagles and Steelers. And of recent history, there hasn't been many because they're in different conferences. But, of course, Pittsburgh's on the other end of the state. Pennsylvania. So there's kind of like maybe not between the teams, but I feel there's somewhat of an in-state rivalry between uh, Philadelphia and Pittsburgh and the Eagles and Steelers fans. I mean, if you look back in recent years, there were three different instances where if an outcome of a championship game would have been different, the Eagles and Steelers could have met in the Super Bowl. 01, the 01 season, the 04 season, and the 2008 season. Um, which I think would be awesome for the state of Pennsylvania. But what, how do you feel about the in-state rivalry between the Eagles and the Steelers? Well, I, I think it's fun to talk about, and I think uh, a potential Eagles Super Bowl, Eagles Steelers Super Bowl, would really be a, a lot of fun because there are some Steelers fans in this area, uh, people who have moved from Western Pennsylvania. There, there are a lot of you know a certain amount of Steelers fans, but it will never be the same as NFC East rivalries. Never, because they don't play enough. I agree with you on that. One last thing for you, Merrill. I know your keys are coming tomorrow, but I, when I look at the Steelers roster, obviously Big Ben Roethlisberger, uh, one of his best wide receiver, Juju Smith-Schuster, Bud Dupree, T.J. Watt, uh, James Conner. Who stands out to you on the Steelers roster? All of the above. Uh, is not the Roethlisberger he was five, six, seven years ago because his mobility isn't there. But he is still a very big, strong, solid quarterback who knows what he's doing, and he gets the ball out of his hands very, very quickly. It all starts with Big Ben. Yep. Certainly does, and that's why the Eagles' defensive line, as you are probably going to mention tomorrow, needs to get after him on Sunday. Merrill Reese, your keys of the game are coming tomorrow. Look forward to them as always. Thanks for the time, and talk to you tomorrow morning. Thank you, Dave. Voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 